Hello, welcome back to the Talk Nasty Me podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Nasty. Wow. Hi. Okay, this is a late podcast. And by late podcast, I mean it's not coming out in the morning. Cut me some slack, I beg of you. Listen, I'm doing my very best, okay? I never claimed I was perfect. Yes, I definitely have done that in the past. This one girl from high school, yes, I am going to bring up high school. This one girl from high school told me that I think I'm better than everyone else. Like back then, back in the day, she said, Nicole just always thinks that she's so much better than everyone else. And I remember being like, do I think I'm better than everyone else? Or do you think (laughs) I'm better than everyone else? And uh, anyway... We don't talk, we don't get along, but I think she goes to my university now, which is kind of weird. But I'll never have to see her because uh, guess what? Zoom University, baby. Um, hi. <laughs> this this episode. Oh, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, the fact that this podcast episode is late. I'm not perfect. Okay. Um, if you were not aware, I'm a college student. I'm in my senior year of college. It's actually my last semester ever, and so that's been taking up some of my time because today was my first day of classes. Blah 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 blah. Um, I also have an internship, which is crazy because I never thought I would have to work for someone else ever again in my entire life. But here I am, potentially unpaid. Isn't that crazy? I don't even know if I'm getting paid or not for this. It's fine. Regardless, I'm getting experience. And uh, not to mention, yeah, I'm doing school and then uploading twice a week and then taking care of my mom and helping out with my family and stuff. So a bitch is busy, okay? So sometimes the podcast may be uploaded a little bit late. I do read most of my DMs, like on the Instas, and my heart gets broken sometimes when people are like, where the fuck is the podcast? And I'm like, oh my God, please cut me some slack. I'm begging of you. I'm literally like having my fourth cry in my bed today. Just kidding. I don't really cry anymore that much. I just kind of like sulk. Um, that's what I did today for like a solid like hour and a half. I just kind of like sulked in my bed. And then I was like, why am I sulking? And then I was fine. But I'm fine now. I accidentally took my second shower of the day. Not like I'm not saying that it's bad to take two showers a day. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just that I completely forgot I showered this morning. And then I was like, okay, time for my shower. And then I was like, wait, I, I literally, I did this. Like I'm having deja vu, but from this morning. And then I realized I showered this morning. Anyway, so I have quarantine brain. We already knew this. <laughs> Today's episode is about roommates. God, am I excited for this episode. Oh, by the way, for all my Apple podcast listeners, if you are happening to be, that did not make any sense. If you happen to be listening to this on Spotify or on the YouTube channel, because we do have a YouTube channel, um, shout out to you. I'm sorry that it hasn't been on Apple Podcasts for the last two episodes. I'm in contact with Anchor. We're trying to figure out why it's not distributing to Apple Podcasts right now. I don't know what's up with it. It gets overwhelming and stressful because I don't even know what's going on half the time. So hopefully this will be resolved ASAP. But uh, regardless, thanks for being here. (laughs) Uh, Today's episode is about roommates because boy, oh boy, have I had the experience with roommates. God, I've had the worst experience with roommates. Um, I guess let's dive deep a little bit into my experience with roommates what has happened to me with my shitty roommate experiences i don't know how much i'm going to share i definitely want to delve deeper into it because to be honest i don't know if i'm ever stepping foot on temple university's campus ever again so i don't even think i have to like reap the consequences like what's going to happen to me you know what i mean like talking about my bad roommate experiences i'm not sharing names 
So I think I'll be fine. So, um, yeah. And then at the end, uh, of course, I asked you guys on my Instagram to send me any questions or any advice that you may need on roommates. And uh, I asked and you definitely delivered. So I can't wait to read some of those because you got some crazy ass situations. So (sighs) roommates. I remember how I found my very first roommate my freshman year. Well, okay, here's the thing. My freshman year of college, I decided to live at some of the most expensive apartments that Temple basically offered, like the the dorms, one of the most expensive ones. Uh, I decided to take that because um, I have a lot of food allergies, like a lot, <laughs> not to mention I'm vegan and uh, the, the, the options at Temple were not good. They like just recently changed their their services for food and everything. There was no ingredient lists anymore for any of their meals. And before there were, like when I toured Temple, like my fake tour that I took because I never went on an official tour of my college, um, I saw, I was like so happy about that. I was like, oh my God, I can go to the dining halls and actually eat because they're going to have real ass ingredient lists. And then, uh, right before I came to the university, they changed it. And I was like, shit, I don't know what I'm going to be able to eat, especially with like my extensive food allergy list. Um, Living off campus wasn't really like a thought or an option because I kind of just wanted like the experience of living on campus, I guess. And I didn't really know how any of that stuff even worked. I don't know how it worked until like literally like a few months ago, how to get like off campus housing. So um, my best friend and I were both going to Temple and I was like, all right, well, this is like the only apartment that offers kitchens, you know, all the other dorms, you basically need to be an upperclassman to secure any of the the, the dorms with the kitchens. I could have just said I have food allergies and they probably would have accommodated me. But like I said, I didn't even know how college worked until like 0.3 seconds ago. So I decided to get some of the most expensive dorms with my friend Kaylee and she's my best friend and we decided to live together because we just knew that it would work out together. We were like, we're besties for the resties and we're going to have a fun time, but we need to find two more roommates. So we're like, all right, we can share a room. And then it's like a suite. Like we shared like a kitchen and a living room, but Kaylee and I had our own bathroom. We're like, okay, we have to find two other girls. So we searched far and wide on Facebook. Facebook is the place to go if you want to find a roommate. Um, it's pretty unhinged if you ask me. That's my new favorite word if you didn't know that, unhinged. So we searched for roommates for a while. I remember one of them, I remember so distinctly, like she like even said it in her message. We're like, yeah, t- tell us about yourself. She's like, well, I'm a conservative. And me and Kayla were like, ooh, oh, I don't think this is going to work. And then we like ghosted her. Like we did not even answer what she said. Literally, like, months later, I accidentally, like, messaged that group chat. And I was like, oh, my God, did you guys see blah, 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 blah? And I was like, shit, this is the girl who said that she was a conservative. Fuck. Um, So I got out of that conversation real quick. But I decided to live with this one girl who messaged me. And it seemed like we were a perfect match. Like, in my little description, I was like, oh, here's Kaylee and I. We've been best friends. Oh, uh, I'm a vegan. So if you are like, that's cool. We could cook vegan food together. We're very clean people. We don't really like even go out that much. We're just kind of like pretty low key, chill. We're here for a fun time. 
what's up? So this girl messaged me pretty much the exact same personality as me, what it seemed like. Well, not personality, but interests. And I was like, wow, this girl's going to be like a perfect fit. However, I thought she was going to be kind of like uptight and strict. Just by judging by her profile, she just seemed very put together, very like uh, scholarly, very just um, she she seemed like she drank like raspberry tea every single morning, like and and wore mac red lipstick in ruby woo i think that's the the color and she seemed like the type of girl who uh like drank a shot of an essential oil before bed every single night like she just seemed very very put together in her life and i was like oh i'm kind of intimidated by this girl i hope i'm not like a freak to her i i don't know i've, I've never lived with other people before i'm an only child i've never had to like share a room before so i was like all right i guess we'll see how this goes and one of the, it was like, <laughs> looking back at this, it's so funny. It was still funny at the time. But I remember her messaging us and then saying to us like, hey, I was just like wondering like how you guys feel about roommates and not roommates. Oh my God. What am I saying? How do you guys feel about guests? She said, how do you guys feel about guests? And I was like, oh no, is she going to be like, she's against guests like does she not want us to have guests over and I was like um I'm I'm cool with guests like I, I don't really care like if you have guests over I really don't give a shit she's like okay okay just like one to like get it all together and then a few <laughs> a few days later she snapchats us by accident mind you but we didn't know that she just snapchats us I'll insert a fake name and she's like oh my god Ryan just texted me that he wants to have sex in my car and I was like oh Okay, I, I said to her, okay, well, then do it if you want to, but don't do it if you don't want to. She was so embarrassed. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, that was not meant for you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then come to find out, if you're following my story, this this guy, Ryan, who she like kind of played off, she's like, no, 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 like, I'm kind of like freaked out right now. This This guy was an athlete that lived in our building above us. And that was her, her friend, her friends with benefits. <laughs> and um, she did not mind guests whatsoever. She asked us if we minded guests, not because she minded guests, but she wanted to just make sure that we were cool with guests. And um, ladies and gentlemen, our apartment, I, how do I say this? How do I say this? How do I say this? I have met so many athletes. Ladies and gentlemen, I have met so many athletes. I'm talking about professional D1 athletes who now play for professional sports teams out in the in the professional sports world who are featured on like ESPN and all of that stuff. I don't want to say a specific sport because you guys are crazy and you guys have found someone before. <laughs> but um, yeah, I in that year, our, our door was just always open. And I, I'm not one for slut shaming whatsoever, whatsoever. That is not what this is at all. My issue was, was that there was always strange men in our apartment constantly and my roommate and I brought no one. <laughs> I didn't bring anyone because my boyfriend was at North Carolina. 
Um, sorry to out you, Kaylee, but Kaylee was not bringing back any men's <laughs> that year. And so it was just like very uncomfortable for all of us. We also had a third additional roommate or fourth, I guess you could say. She was amazing, wonderful. I love her to death. Uh, she was an angel. And and you know what? Me and and the girl, vegan girl, we got along so well. If by the off chance that she is listening to this podcast, I know she is not. Um, you know what? We had a great friendship when we did. Things turned sour and I f- it sucks that it turned sour. Um, I don't know why it turned sour. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just was not appreciated. I was constantly uncomfortable in the apartment. There was 30-year-old men in our apartment when I was 17 years old. There was just all these massive athlete boys. And I just was never comfortable in my apartment, but I also never set boundaries. I never was like, okay, yeah, please don't bring a lot of random men into the apartment that you may not know very well. Like it's a safety concern, but I never said anything. I never, ever said anything. I was just very like passive aggressive and like kind of upset to myself. I was also kind of like moody because I was like, I miss my boyfriend. I just started dating my boyfriend. Why can't I see him? But, but now I'm like, okay, I really don't care. But that, that my issue just was, was that I would just never felt safe and comfortable in my apartment. And there was no communication that was ever set between us. So my advice is always to talk with your roommate if you're ever uncomfortable. Uh, obviously, like, well, I don't know how it's going to work for a lot of you who are actually in school this year. But maybe for future advice, um, your RA should be doing these like little roommate agreement forms. I mean, I had to do them when I was an RA. Like I had to give them to every single person. And it's like, okay, what are you cool with? What are you not cool with? How many guests should be in the apartment? What time is the latest that guests can stay? Are we cool with overnight guests? Um, the Legit, one of the questions is like, are you okay with your roommate uh, having sexy time while you're in the room? And a lot of boys when I was an RA said, yes, they're okay with it. I said, you're a liar. You are both liars or at least one of you are liars and are saying you're okay with it because one of your roommates said that he's okay with it. No, the the thought of, of my roommate having sexy time while I am in my bed trying to sleep, it actually, it makes me feel ill. I feel physically ill. Like th- I, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but it happens more often than you think. Okay. Like way more often than you think. I feel like everyone that I know has had an experience where their roommate had sexy time while they were in the room. Anyway, um, there were a lot more stories with that roommate to be completely honest. I like want to share them probably when I graduate. Cause there's just some funny ass stories, but I, I can't share them all. <laughs> no, I can't share them all. Uh it's like one that I would have to write them all down. Like I could make a short, like a short book. It, they're so hilarious. Like looking back at it, like truly, I had so much fun my freshman year. Like keep that in mind. I had a blast my freshman year, but yeah, yeah, it was kind of hell sometimes with the whole roommate situation. So I moved out of there so quick when, and, and thankfully I didn't have to share a room with this girl, but when it was like my, I, I was done with finals. All my finals were like on the very first day of finals week. 
And so that very first day when I was finished with my final at like 4 p.m., literally crying because I knew I like completely did so bad on my math final, (laughs) I like walked home. I cried. I cried because my boyfriend Adam's roommate (laughs) at the time or one of his like sweet mates or something, such a sweet guy. I love him dearly. Ethan, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. But he started like talking to me about, I think it was my my religious beliefs and maybe how like how I think earth was formed or, or something maybe about veganism and if humans are meant to eat meat or not, so, something along those lines, like just like evolutionary things. And I remember just starting to cry because I was like, I don't want to talk about this after I'm done with my final. I am so overwhelmed. I could literally like shit myself right now. Like, please stop talking to me about this. And he's such a smart dude and he just wanted to chat about it. But I like started crying and then I had to pack up all my shit. And then I left literally at like 10 p.m. I left my apartment because I could not stand one more day living with this roommate because she was just making me so upset and then lo and behold she messaged me like a few months later being like i'm sorry if i ever made you feel uncomfortable and i was like too late it is too late i'm already moved out now so uh no hard feelings though really i just (laughs) i'm literally living at home i will probably never be on temple's campus again except to get pho and probably like move out my vacuum from my apartment (laughs) sometime soon uh because i love that there but uh then my sophomore year i was an ra So originally I, when I became an RA, I was supposed to be placed in these dorms, the the communal dorms. And I was so excited about it because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have an all girls floor. Like I'm actually going to have so much fun this year. It's going to be a blast. I'm going to have my girlies. We're going to be so connected. And then I talked to like my parents and stuff. And my mom was like, literally we, you lived in that, that dorm style, like the apartment style dorms because you needed access to a kitchen how are you going to have access to a kitchen when you live in a communal dorm what are you going to do and I was like I guess I didn't really think of that but I didn't feel like I could express my like medical needs when applying to a job because I felt like that was rude because I was like well I don't even know if I'm getting the job but then when I spoke to the director about it like less than a year ago I, I explained like my I don't know I was just talking to him And he was like, no, no, no. If you ever have a job in the future and you want it, you need to express to them what you want if you have any medical needs or anything. Because if a company really wants you, they should take you for you and they should take you and accommodate you in any way that they can. And if they don't, then is that a company that you really want to be working for? Facts. I will never use that advice because I will never work for anyone else ever again. (laughs) But yeah, it's like completely true. Um... And so I should have expressed that earlier. So keep that in mind, ladies. But I was supposed to live in this dorm and I was so excited about it. If anyone's wondering, Johnson, I was supposed to work at Johnson. And then I was like, shit, I guess I can't. Message some people, told them about my situation, had to send paperwork and proof of my allergies, had to get it, I had to get it approved. I had to meet with like a disability resources and services uh, advisor and talk about my situation. They're like, okay, what other accommodations can we give for you? And I said, literally nothing. I just need to be moved to a different dorm, I guess. And they're like, all right, bet. So that ended up happening. 
And I got placed in the quote-unquote what everyone likes to call the shittiest dorm on campus. Edge. The edge. If you go to Temple, I I know that you literally just said, ah, hi, yes, the edge. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I, I heard awful things about the edge. I could literally see it from my bougie little stupid apartment dorm and I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm gonna be living there but I tried to like keep a smile on my face and be like I'm just really excited to be an RA like you know what this could be like such an awesome experience but all the RAs who like work there seemed so upset when you would see like photos or videos inside of it it looked literally like a prison an actual prison so I got to like my orientation I toured the building. There was rats. There was trash everywhere. It was, I mean, like the normal dorm stuff, but to like the floors were not even, I I felt like the building was going to fall apart at any moment. Like you jump, that's it. The building will come crashing down. And I remember just meeting all the RAs and I was like, I'm not vibing with a single person here. I don't know anyone here. I'm so upset right now. Like, did I make a mistake? I came home back to my bougie little dorm and I like cried to Kaylee and I was like, I'm so sad that I'm not going to be living here anymore and I'm going to be at the edge, but I'm going to make it okay. And you know what, guys? I had the best year of my life at that dorm, at the edge. We're not supposed to call it dorms. Like the inner RA in me is cringing. It's a res hall, but I'm not calling that shit. I'm not an RA anymore. I had the time of my life. It was amazing for so many reasons. Maybe I'll do a whole episode about being an RA, like a whole podcast episode. I did a YouTube video about my RA confessions, which I love that video so much and did so well and I didn't get in trouble for it. So shocking. But uh, (laughs) I, I don't even know if I can get in trouble for it. But that year was splendid for me. I adored it. I love being an RA. I love the whole experience, regardless of the fires that occurred in that building. Yes, there was fires. Um, Regardless of everything I went through, I started my YouTube channel within the first few weeks of me being there. My two-year anniversary is coming up, which is wild. And so much bad happened, but so much good happened. And me living alone was amazing. I have never been so stress-free in my entire life, even regardless of me being an RA. I felt amazing that year. My room was not like the best, but I had my very own bathroom. I had two burners. I had a microwave. I had a sink. I had a little bit of cabinet space. I had two closets because the room was meant for two people. I don't even know how that's possible. I had a bed. I had dressers. I had a desk. I had two big windows. I was like living the life, but my door, like there was a door that connected to the bedroom like next to me, like the apartment next to me. So I was always like really paranoid if the boys next to me could hear me peeing like constantly. I still kind of think about that. The only stuff that really sucked about like living alone was I was like extremely sick for a few months at a certain point and I remember falling asleep And I ended up sleeping for like 16 hours, 16, 17 hours straight. My boyfriend thought I straight up died. He had to like call one of the other RAs who was my friend and try and knock on my door to see if I was like alive. I was alive. I was just 
very, very sick. So it just kind of sucked, like little shit like that. Like, oh, no one's here to help me and check if I'm alive or, um, oh, well, I, I don't have a roommate, so I don't have to be like that clean. So I could just be like messy whenever I wanted to and just like leave dishes. Also like the apartment itself, like for someone who cooked entirely in their apartment, my room always just smelled like food <laughs> because it was just like one massive room, but it wasn't massive. And then the sink was the size of a shoebox. Regardless, it was an amazing year. It was the beauty and the struggle. And I love that year so much living alone. I, I didn't know how good I really had it. But then I got rehired to be an RA at that building. So I remember scrubbing my floors so hard with like a small brush because I was like, well, I'm moving back into this apartment, so I should... I should definitely like scrub my floors so that when I come back, like they're going to look so shiny and perfect and the grout was going to be like completely clean. Wrong. I got a call in the middle of the summer and they're like, Nicole, we have some news. I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, you are moving into the brand spanking new building that is uh, built quite a few blocks away from Temple's campus, the nest. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited because I was definitely speculating this. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm going to be living at this bougiest, prettiest apartment building ever. I've seen so many pictures of it. I'm going to have this big ass room. It's going to be such an upgrade from my shitty building that practically fell apart and caught on fire. If it caught on fire one more time, it'd be down in ashes. And I was so hype. And then he said, well, um, there's some bad news though. Temple didn't rent enough spaces, so you will be having two roommates. And then he said the roommates, and I was really excited about one. And then the other, I didn't know her like at all. The one that I was excited about, you've seen her in my vlogs. You've, I, I was supposed to live with her this semester. You guys, you guys know her, it's Mo. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. But, um... Yeah, and that kind of like came to me as a shock, but I was like, you know what? It's gonna be really, really fun living with Mo. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm really scared because I had a really bad roommate experience in the past, but I. I think we can work through this. And Marine was totally conscious of that. She's like, I know you had such a shitty roommate experience your freshman year. We're gonna do everything we can to make sure that this year is good for you. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's my medicine alarm. <laughs> sorry, that was definitely really loud. So. We, we try to just make it work. We had some speculations. We had some bumps in the road. Uh, lo and behold, the first few days I was, my speculations were correct. I had a crazy roommate on my hands and I knew it was not going to end well from the start. And I was so upset because I lived in this beautiful apartment. If you guys remember any of my videos from that, from that building, I had a beautiful apartment I had a beautiful view, ginormous windows. I had this big ass bathroom to myself, a shower that was large enough to fit literally like one of the resident directors at my, at my school said, oh yeah, you could definitely have an orgy in that, in that shower. She, she was like, like, like a boss to me. And she said that to me. Anyway, it was very large. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It was insane fully brand new literally just got done being made but it was terrible because my roommate and living situation was shit it was hell we did not get along pretty much kind of from the start 
but I was trying to hold back and just be the reasonable person and non-confrontational as I am, even though I'm an RA, which is kind of weird that I'm non-confrontational. One day I'll tell more stories about this whole situation one day, but I will leave you with this, which is the funniest situation of them all. This roommate of mine, um, well, me and Moraine were coming back from somewhere at like one in the morning. I don't know where from, but we were coming back from someplace very late at night and we arrive at home and I was like, you know what? I think I kind of want a snack. I think I'm going to eat a snack. So I, I open up my pantry and I immediately am, am hit with the smell of chicken <laughs> as a V and smelling this chicken. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of chicken. <laughs> and, and it's a rotisserie chicken sitting in its bag in the pantry, not in the fridge, not in the freezer, not anywhere else, but in the, in the pantry at one in the morning. A, a room temperature rotisserie chicken sitting in the pantry keep in mind i have not been home since eight in the morning and i was like oh well what what are we gonna do and i i was like okay well this is definitely hers and i'm really annoyed because she kind of has really bad like kitchen manners cleaning up after herself skills if that kind of makes sense it's like she wouldn't clean up after herself and I was like, I, I can't tell if she's doing this on purpose, but I, why would you ever leave me out? Like, I worked in a restaurant for years. For four years, I worked in a restaurant. You can't leave meat out for more than two hours or else it, like, rots your brain. Like, your brain is dead. Okay, it's not actually dead, but, like, it's really, really not good for you to just be eating room temperature meat after sitting out for more than two hours because that's when it starts to be unsafe for you. And from, you know, it being one in the morning and this being from our local grocery store and it being room temperature, I assume that this chicken was sitting in here for quite a while. And so I was like, okay, well, I share this pantry with her. So I am going to place this rotisserie chicken on the counter next to it because I don't, I, I don't want chicken. I don't want chicken smell in my food. And I also don't want a chicken that's going to go bad by the morning sitting in here. So I place it there. I'm laying in my bed in the morning. I'm really tired. It's my day off. I only had Tuesday, Thursday classes during the, that entire semester. It was a dream. It was really tiring. I'm laying in bed and I get a very angry, passive-aggressive text from her in our group chat. Something along the lines of, why would somebody touch my chicken and put it on the counter? <laughs> I said, it was me. I put your chicken on the counter. We're texting. We're literally like feet away. But my door is closed and locked because I'm scared. I, I don't like living at this apartment whatsoever. And I, I, I said, I, I put the chicken there because you shouldn't leave chicken out. Like that's not really like safe. And, um, I, I didn't put it in the fridge, but, uh, yeah, I, I put it there. She's like, don't ever put your hands on my food again. If you're not buying it. I said, well, actually, <laughs> well, actually I share the, I share the pantry with you. And uh, I am vegan. And also, well, I don't even think I said that. But she knew very well that I was vegan. And that that probably would have bothered me. Um, I was like, yeah, you can't really leave meat out. Like, that's really, really bad. And it was like the entire pantry now smells like chicken. It still does. Um, and like, that's like kind of not cool. But you definitely should not be placing chicken in a, in a dark, closed area. And she was like, I've done this for years. 
And then I remember a friend telling me like, yeah, clearly you have been doing this for years because it's starting to eat at your brain. Like that's not good for you. But she didn't care. She got so pissed at me. She was livid. She kept arguing with me. I literally just sent her like screenshots from like food safety websites. And I'm like, um, here's an example of why you should not leave your meat out. She's like, I've been doing this for years. And I was like, okay, well, that's great. But you really shouldn't um, do that. I, I didn't even touch. I didn't touch your chicken. I didn't, uh, you know, contaminate it. You contaminated it yourself. I literally just placed it on the counter so that I wouldn't smell up the entire pantry. Huge fight. We literally had to go to counseling for <laughs> had to go to mediation mediation counseling the three of us with uh, with they try to get us mediation counselors but the the times were all like booked and and there was no time for any of this i i think they probably like read our case and it was like okay ongoing fights ongoing problems um now there's an issue about oh rotisserie chicken in the pantry okay all right well we don't want to deal with this so we had to get like a supervisor to like talk it out with us the supervisor was clearly on our side uh even the higher ups were clearly on our side it, it was like i cannot i could not even describe to you guys how funny it was hearing her like explain herself she's like i've been doing this for years you you can leave chicken in a pantry and then like my supervisors were being like no nicole kind of did the right thing <laughs> you're like you really shouldn't do that and it was just the stupidest fight in the entire world that wasn't even the worst of it all but it's definitely the most ridiculous of it all so now i can't look at rotisserie chicken ever the same um my friends and i like whenever we make like jokes or something we're like oh i i'm such a shitty roommate i'm gonna put rotisserie chicken in the pantry like some shit like that so um that was my experience. My last, well, no, 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 no. I had a really great experience with my two roommates spring semester. Kaylee lived with me again because she was in Rome. And so then her spring semester, she needed a place to stay. I was like, yo, I think I might have a place. Long story short, um, Adam, my boyfriend, he has some girly friends at Temple. And sorry, I'm trying not to swallow into the mic if I still am. I'm doing my best. But Adam has some girly friends at Temple who he knows from high school and it's like a five-girl apartment, and four of them were all going abroad. And so I was in contact with all of them. I was like, listen, I might be quitting my job. I literally could literally be leaving my job. I said this back in like October because I knew it was probably coming. December came, and I, I quit, and I was like, I need a place to stay. I would love to sublet from you. It worked out perfectly. I found a place for Kaylee. It was only three of us in a five-bedroom apartment. Um, and the one girl who like was previously there who stayed, she's amazing. And I love her dearly. Mallory, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I love you. You were the best roommate ever. You were 10 times better than Kaylee. Fuck you, Kaylee. Mallory was amazing. She's like Adam's best friend from high school. And yeah, now we're all like friends. And it was a really fun time for the two months that I was there. We just watched a lot of Netflix, which was fun. Uh, we had friends over. Uh, I was relaxed there. I got to cook a lot there. I feel like I made some fun YouTube videos in that room. That was a fun time. That's like really weird to like look back at the videos because none of that furniture is mine. None of the things were mine. Just like my decorations were mine. Literally decorated my room for two months. Total of two months. But it was an awesome two months that I had and I'm really grateful for them. So happy that my last room experience was pleasant 
And I don't even, to be honest, I don't think I'm going to have a roommate experience. Uh, if you're interested in subletting an apartment in Philly for this year from September to July 2021, like September 2020 to July 2021, hit me up on Instagram or email me because I am trying to sublet my apartment. So I probably will not have a roommate experience again. And to be honest, I don't know if I ever want to have one again. Like I think after I'm done, the reason I, I there's nothing wrong with my roommates. I just can't move in because I'm helping with my mom and she, if she gets exposed to COVID, that's no good. So I don't know if I ever want a roommate again. I think I'm going to be roommate free forever. Because unless it's like Adam, I feel like he might be kind of a good roommate because he cooks. And I love cooking, don't get me wrong, but I I could use a personal chef and he's already agreed that he would love to be my personal chef. But now is the time where I will be reading your guys' questions regarding roommates as well as some advice that you may need. So let's head on over to the Insta. This sounds weird. Sorry. 11-11 make a wish. Okay. So somebody said, can you change slash trade roommates if you both decide it's not working? Depending on your university and your dorm and your rules, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they usually do room changes. Sometimes they do them like, oh, you can only do them this time of the year or this time of the semester. But sometimes uh, they have them whenever you want and whenever you feel comfortable. So uh, definitely recommend doing that from a former RA because there's nothing worse than having to break apart a fight between two roommates. That is shit. <laughs> How do you know if your roommate slept with your boyfriend? Well, I think a good way would be to ask. And then if they say no, um, maybe ask, are you sure? And then see how they respond. I would also interrogate your own boyfriend. I would not just ask the roommate, but that's just personally me. Advice on how to go in for your first kiss? I said roommate questions, not first kiss questions. If you're asking how to kiss your roommate, this is not the episode for you. I'm not answering that. (laughs) Be gentle. To share or not to share stuff with your roommates? Okay, personally, I think there's some things that can be shared. Like, for example, like, I feel like cleaning supplies maybe, like, can be shared. I mean, maybe people have preferences, but, like, at least in the past, like, me and all my roommates have had, like, a schedule. Like, we're like, okay, Wednesdays we do cleanings. Like, I'll do the bathroom this week, you do the bathroom next week. And then, like, if you share cleaning supplies, like, you intermingle them, then I don't know. I just feel like it makes kind of stuff a little bit easier, but everyone's different on what they're comfortable with. Um, some people are comfortable sharing food. I had a resident before who literally her, she, she would cook for like her roommate. Like they would split groceries and stuff. And I would be like, no, don't, don't split groceries with her. Like don't rely on each other for groceries. Like that's, that's like a recipe for disaster. She's like, well, I can't afford groceries if I don't split them. And I'm like, I explained it to her very nicely, but I was like, but you can just like, don't buy as much. You know what I mean? Like this is not meant to sound like shitty, but like she would buy double the pasta. I'm like, no, no, buy enough pasta for just you. Cause if she's eating all the pasta, then you're literally wasting your money away. Like only buy what you will consume and then have your own pantry. Don't like share shit. You don't have to cook for your roommate. 
my boyfriend and his roommates cook for each other like every single night they take turns like they're like a little family but i think that's their own like decision and they're online completely so they're home anyway um but that's they're seniors now and they're not you know literally sophomores so i i would just say like be wary of what you want to share if you're completely not comfortable sharing something you say that from the start like be like I don't like it when you try and use my shampoo. That really fucking annoys me. My shampoo is very expensive. And you say it in a nicer way than that, I think you'll be fine. This is my favorite question I've ever received ever on the internet. How do you resolve an issue when your roommate only speaks in sign language when she is angry? And there's no spaces in between any of the words. I would say learn sign language then. I see that as the only feasible option, to be honest. Is living with a friend a good decision? Okay, if it's a close friend, I don't really know. I've lived with my best friend Kaylee for, you know, this was now going to be the third year that we would have lived together. And I think we would have been great and stuff. But as freshmen living together, we got into like a big fight. Like we got into like a pretty big falling out within our freshman year, which really sucks because we were best friends and then there was a period of time where we're like we don't know if we're gonna be best friends anymore now we have to share a room this sucks and then we all worked it out and stuff but yeah there's definitely a strain there when you are best friends with your roommate because like you might think like oh i'll go into this and it'll be so comfortable because then i won't be uncomfortable when i'm in my dorm and then i'll always have a forever friend but then you also need to consider like Will this person potentially hold you back from experiencing more people? Like, will you feel so comfortable to the point that you don't even want to meet more people? Will you not branch out? Will you use this person as a crutch? Will this just not be the college experience that you actually want? You also don't know your your best friend until you actually like live with them, I feel like. Like, yeah, you may know them, but I've seen Kaylee in ways I've never seen Kaylee before. So I would say proceed with caution. Do you know how this person lives at home? Like, are they a clean person? Are they a messy person? Do Have you ever gone on like vacation with them and seen how you they act there? Like things like that and then decide from then on. But if you feel like this person's going to hold you back, I don't know. I've seen a lot of friendships really get really bad and break up be, all because of them rooming together. Does it suck if you don't click with your roommate or is it okay? See, I think it's okay. Like, I think it's okay if you don't click with your roommate because I had plenty of residents. God, I'm such a good person for this podcast episode because I was literally an RA and experienced so many of these different types of experiences and I've known about them all. I have literally seen firsthand that roommates would just like not really be friends and, and not really like be besties or anything like that but they would just coexist and live together and they loved it they enjoyed themselves so much because they had their own private life and their roommate had their own private life and they got along decently like to the point where they didn't want to like kill each other but they didn't hang out outside of you know the dorm and I think that that actually works really, really, really well. Because at the end of the day, you know, your roommate could be your best friend and you could have so much fun. And while you're in the room, or you could be one of those people who wants to utilize your room strictly for studying, and especially with COVID, with online classes, that's probably what you're going to be doing a lot of. Um, but you can always make more friends in other places, you know, COVID aside, like if, if COVID were not 
a thing. Like you can make friends who are your neighbors or live across the hall or, you know, in other areas, it doesn't need to necessarily be the person that you live with. And at the end of the day, it's less than a year. And if it's really bad, if it's like really uncomfortable, like I said before, you can always switch out and try to find a different dorm because they always have like room switches at some point of the semester. Is it a good idea to have a roommate first year? Okay, for that, I will say yes. I do think it is a good idea to have a roommate at least your first year. Most people, at least at my college, I would say like after their first year, they generally have their own bedroom from then on out. Like they either live in off-campus housing. I do know some people who still share a room like to this day, like in our seniors and stuff. But a lot of times, you know, when you go from being in high school and then you transition into college, you being alone in your own room, in your own dorm and everything, it can be extremely isolating. Like you may not make any friends. I'm just being completely brutally honest. Unless you join a lot of clubs, unless you are very, very just prepared to make friends emotionally and like you actually put yourself out there, it's going to be tough to make friends. I know people who decide to live solo for their freshman year and they struggled greatly to make friends because socially you meet so many people within your dorm. Like even for me, my first friends were my roommates. Like I instantly made friends with them. And then it was the people in my hallway and then the neighbors across the hall. And then they were constantly there. Like within the first few days of school, I had this group of people that I knew. I'm not like friends with any of them anymore. That's just what happens as a freshman. You make so many friends. You have this like huge giant social circle and then you're not friends with any of them like afterwards. It happens to literally everyone. Nobody keeps their circle from freshman year like entirely. I'm talking about like 10, 15 people. So I would say, yes, it is a good idea. It teaches you a lot about social skills, sharing. It teaches you a lot about being mindful of others. It just, I think it's the same kind of concept as like, I think everyone should work in food service at least once in their life to not be an asshole. I think the same applies for everyone should have a roommate at least once in their life so that they're not an asshole. How do I actually choose a good roommate? Okay, so a lot of times schools will either give you the option to choose your roommate somehow, go random. There's a lot of different ways that you can go. I guess it all just depends on school. So I recommend going like on your school's Facebook page and doing whatever year you're graduating, like joining that Facebook group and then posting very early. I believe I started posting, I'm looking for a roommate for the fall semester in like January or February. And then by March, we already secured our dorm because that's how early you had to do it or else there was like no other options. And yeah, I I would look for somebody who you feel like is like-minded like you. But from my experience, I guess someone who isn't exactly like you because then that clearly causes problems. Um, And I think be straight up honest about so many things. I'll tell you right now, a lot of people will say the same things like, I'm pretty chill. I I like to be inside, but I also like to go out sometimes. Um, I would say I'm pretty clean. And yeah, I'm just here to have a good time. That's like what every single post says. But I would try and find someone like who is at least kind of similar to you or maybe even major wise, because that could actually help you a lot. Like my boyfriend, all of his roommates are engineers. So that helps him out a lot because they're all doing the same type of thing. And, you know, his apartment is genuinely like a work zone because they're all like doing kind of the same thing. And if you and your roommates are on like completely different like life schedules, 
I'm not saying business students don't have a lot of work, but at least from my university, some majors, some majors that are in business just don't have a lot of workload, at least as in like homework assignments as much. And like, let's say you're paired with someone who is a, I don't know, a bio major or like a nursing major, your schedules are probably going to conflict. The things that you want may conflict. Could it work? Absolutely. But I think that you should find someone who actually matches like your lifestyle. What does clean mean to you? Like is clean um, spotless or is clean like having a few dirty clothes on the floor? That kind of thing. So I would talk that all out before you decide a roommate completely. Because if you're straight up honest, like I really cannot stand it being dirty. I'm a person who really likes it clean. You're probably going to find someone because like I'm a person like that and you probably will find someone like that and they'll appreciate that they found someone like you because they're probably worried about the same things. So I would do that, but also make sure that they're, of course, an all around nice person. (laughs) I'm a freshman and my roommate is going home. I totally get it, but I'm alone now. Do you have any tips? Okay, great question. I think a lot of people are probably going to deal with this too. Um, well, maybe put your beds together. You're not technically supposed to do that. I'm pretty sure that's like not allowed at every single dorm, but, uh, I feel like that could be fun. Mega bed, right? Rearrange the room. Make it like fun for you. If you're going to be alone and everything, make the area fun for you. Make it genuinely like yours. Um, and I don't know. I think definitely utilize that time to, to truly be alone. That's at least what I'm trying to do. When I was, uh, living alone when I was an RA, that's when I started my YouTube channel because I was like, oh my God, this is the first time that I like can just talk out loud. I was still nervous too, like really, really nervous because I was scared that people in the hallway could hear me. And yeah, I just like really took that time in for myself. I feel like I was very creative in that time because I got to do whatever I want and I didn't feel like anybody was judging me. Um, So I would say like, don't look at so much as a downside, but maybe an opportunity to like actually be yourself as much as possible because maybe you didn't get that opportunity at home, you know? And, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to say like, you know, make friends in the hallways. Cause I genuinely don't know like what that's like right now, like living in the dorms during COVID. Um, but yeah, best of luck. I think you'll, you'll have a good time alone. I would at least personally. So I think you will too. Thoughts on living with a significant other when it's the right time or when is it too early? Okay. Well, I can't really speak too much on this because I've never lived with a significant other and I probably won't for a little while still. Um, but do I recommend it in college? No, I do not recommend it in college just because things are, you just don't know how permanent things are. And signing a lease with someone is a very massive deal. Um, also like enjoy your freedom while you have it. Uh, I was even talking about this like to Adam the other day and I was like, you know what? I feel like I would really love to live alone before you and I live together because I feel like I want to be able to experience uh, decorating the apartment completely by myself and doing things completely alone in my own space um, before we come together. So I think it's a matter of every single relationship, like when you feel ready and when your partner feels ready and when it just makes sense for both of you, like if financially it doesn't make sense, then obviously don't do it. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that there's a specific day that it's like, oh, that's too early. That age is too early. Um, I just wouldn't recommend if you're in the college scene, like you could literally be 19. That's like the 
an area around, you know, college students are generally 19. Um, but you guys could both be ready, like and not be in college. You know what I mean? Like you guys could both be, I don't know, like doing your own thing. Like you, you could be a plumber and your significant other could be a, in cosmetology school or something like that. And like, let's just say like living together makes sense. Financially, it's the right decision. You guys can both afford it. You'd like to live together. You would make a good pair. Go for it. Who, who am I to say not, you know? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's all situational. Tips for getting closer to your roommate slash getting along better with them. Okay. This is actually like really interesting. I find that just like conversations at night for some reason that start off as one thing and then lead to another and then another and then another. Like at first when I met Mallory, like at the last apartment, um, not that it was like awkward, but like I didn't know her like at all at the time. I barely knew this girl. And so it was a little bit weird and awkward in the very beginning. But then we started talking about like our favorite movies. And then we were talking about uh, Saquon Barkley because <laughs> he's from our area and just stuff like that. Just like as the conversation escalates. I feel like a good conversation topic is always like about romance and, and significant other life and, and boys and stuff like that. I don't know. That's what bonded me and my roommates my freshman year in the very beginning. Uh, so I feel like maybe that could work. I feel like wine nights are fun. Um, I don't know. Get a pizza. Just there's so many like little things. Oh, you guys could play like card games, like that one game. It's called like we're not really strangers or whatever. Um, but if you're stuck with your roommates and like you don't even know them that well, give it a little bit of time. Definitely give it a little bit of time uh, because they're probably all getting settled in. But best of luck. How to deal with stuff when you're non-confrontational? Great question because I would consider myself a non-confrontational person even though being an RA kind of forced me to do that because I would have to like knock on people's doors and be like, please stop smoking the weed. And so I, it was hard for me, but I think the best thing that helped me was like literally just get through this. If you don't say something right now, if you don't speak up, it will bother you forever and you're going to regret it later. So speak your mind because if this person has the balls to speak their mind and do whatever they do as they please, you should have the ability to, to say what you want to say if something makes you upset. Um, and I've done that in the past and I definitely, I, I've never regretted confronting someone. I've only regretted not confronting someone. So it's hard for me. I get really anxious. My voice starts to shake. Um, I get really sweaty. My stomach hurts so extremely bad. I usually cry right afterwards. Um, but I'm always grateful that I did. And I'm always like really proud. I'm like, oh my God, yes, I just confronted this person and it still didn't work out. And the rotisserie chicken is back in the pantry. Oopsie. What if you need to fart? Great question. Spread the cheeks. I, I have no other advice. Go to the bathroom. It, it depends what your comfortability level is with your roommate. It, it was a very large fear of mine. Like my entire time throughout high school, I kept thinking about the fact that I will one day have to move out for college and live with roommates and I will have to do normal bodily functions around them. And I don't know how I'm going to live, but somehow I made it out, you know? So what are some red flags about a roommate? Okay, so if it goes into the process, like if you're trying to select a roommate, here's some red flags to watch out for. If a person is not specific about like their cleanliness, 
cleanliness level like they're like oh yeah I'm just kind of like whatever like or I, I think I'm like pretty clean like I guess this also depends like how clean you like it personally but if that person's being very wishy-washy that's a bad sign I think in general if that person's being very wishy-washy I think that's also a bad sign because of if you're paying rent or something like that um I think also if that person you, I feel like you can tell when someone's like actually being fake you know what I mean? Like when you're talking to someone, they're just acting like someone they're completely not. Maybe hop on a FaceTime call with them before you actually agree to like live with them. Like I wish I did that in the past. I feel like that would have worked out a whole lot better. Um, I think also if a person tries to argue with you over like little things, like I know one of the the roommates, one of the bad roommates that we had, like literally told my other roommate that she's like uncomfortable with her putting her baby wipes on top of the toilet. To, to wipe her ass i was like cut me some slack if, if this person is nitpicking across like little things imagine the other things that they will nitpick like bigger things um so i would say that's a red flag how do i set up the chores with my roommates okay i think that this is a very important question because i think a lot of people end up feeling like one person is doing all the work while the other one is not because it's probably true. I think starting from the very beginning, like now, like this time right now, to be like, okay, how often do we want to clean X, Y, and Z? Like, what is a what is a good day? That, that that's a good question. What is a good day that like you can clean? Like that I can rely on you that we're both gonna clean, and that we can just switch on and off. Um, I think also like, what if if you have like one roommate, for example. And what if you, like, clean, like, everything? Like, you clean the kitchen, you clean the living room, you clean the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot for one person, but then the next week, your roommate will do all those things. So it's all kind of dependent on them, which I feel like then creates a sense of responsibility. Like, they have to do it because they don't want to let you down because you just did everything the one week. And it's not just, like, some small task. It's, like, it's a lot of tasks. It's a lot of everything. I feel like that would work really, really well. Last question of the night. How do I deal with crazy roommates? You never ever touch the rotisserie chicken out of the pantry or else you may potentially lose your job. So I am going to end the podcast here. Uh, <laughs> I'm like actually really exhausted. I'm making no sense right now. I usually read a review at the end of every single episode, but because Apple Podcasts is down. Unfortunately, I will not be reading one this week, but hopefully we will be back in action next week. So then you can always leave a review or you can rate it, hopefully five stars, because that helps me out a lot. And uh, if you want to check out my other social media, like Instagram, Twitter, Depop, Spotify, it's just at Nicole Raffi. So find me on there. Thank you so much for listening to this. Maybe one day I'll do a part two of the roommate horror stories, maybe on my YouTube channel, because... It was quite, quite the show, okay, if I do say so myself. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, stay nasty.